Hi there. How are you today? Thank you for finding this podcast, Love Someone with Delilah. As you may or may not know, I have been on the air at night for a long time, playing requests and dedications on your radio, and I love doing my show. I stinking love hosting my show, but one of the things that always made me kind of sad and frustrated me was the fact that on my radio show at night, I can only talk for two or three minutes at a time because, you know, with the music format, you got to play the music. So when podcasts started to become a thing, I thought, awesome. Now I can have in-depth conversations that don't have to stop after two minutes. I can talk to somebody about what's important to them, what really matters. And so we started this podcast, Love Someone with Delilah. And what we are endeavoring to do, what my goal is, not just to entertain you, but to inspire you. A lot of things are entertaining, but once you watch it, you're no better off than when you started. Or once you listen to it, you're no better of a person than before you started listening. And with this podcast, what I hope to do is inspire you. Inspire you to find that thing within you, whatever that is. Maybe it's taking care of children. Maybe it's taking care of the elderly. Maybe it's taking care of our planet. Maybe it's being actively involved in education or a feeding program. I don't know what that thing is. Maybe you have the gift of hospitality. Maybe you're an artist. Maybe your talent is singing. And through your voice, you make the world a better place. Such is the case with our guest today. Uh, You probably know him from American Idol, maybe from his killer music that I have been playing on my show for years. Our our guest today on this podcast, Love Someone with Delilah, is Chris Daughtry. Chris, not only a songwriter, a recording artist, but he's also a humanitarian, a husband, a great dad, and he is passionate about sharing his heart with others. Chris Daughtry, thank you for making your way out to the farm. Thank you for coming to my studio. Welcome aboard. Thank you so much. So let's talk about music, and especially um, I would I wanted to talk to you about your new song, but I'm going to be a blubbering mess. Janie sent it to me the other day, well, last week, and I cried listening to it oh. the first or second time. And I thought, no, this can't be saying what I think it's saying because it's saying it too well. So then I looked up the lyrics just to make sure my heart was being filleted. Yeah. Yeah. And and you were saying everything I want to say to my kids in such a beautiful way. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, It certainly has, has kind of morphed into that for us as well. Um, it, it's, I think there's so many kids out there that feel just not enough or not good enough or that they're they're not what they're supposed to be according to society these standards or these or these people or these people and and I just feel like love transcends all that and I just you know we we try to instill that in our own kids and it's not just kids it's not just or kids. everyone it's everyone yeah. I well when we first wrote it okay so a little little backstory um my wife had had um, she had tried to kind of hint that she wrote stuff when she was younger, um, and she 
loved writing and doing poetry and was all about lyrics and I kind of blew it off a little bit not you know in, in a almost like I write songs that's don't that's my territory you know what I mean but it just a few years ago she had um she had brought me some lyrics and I was like I'm not gonna dismiss this this time I'm you know there might for all I know I've been missing out on some real gold here and I read the, these lyrics that she had written and um and you went whoa and I, I was like I had the chorus in my head already and I was like, okay, this is, this is something very special. And, and I, um, I went to my studio and started writing it and did a whole demo and I played it for her and she just bawled. And, and it, it, for like this, this song is almost like three years old at this point um, now, but for the first like year, every time I would listen to the demo, it, it would always just choke me up. I shouldn't be embarrassed about the fact that, I was sitting here in this chair in the studio, bawling, yeah. filleted my heart. The only reason I'm not is because I've been through the emotions so many times that that I've you know been able to separate. But um, yeah, and and it was this internal struggle that she was dealing with that that you know, and she was getting those those feelings out on paper and and feeling like needed to be a certain way or whatever, and and. Um, knowing that I I wanted her to just be who she is and be happy and be like, I love you for you. Like, don't, uh, don't feel like you need to be a certain way or, or, or you have to hide this part of yourself or, or whatever. And so, um, it became, um, it became that. And, and it's, we've seen, at least I've seen, uh, in the performances, I've, I've had people come up to me and it was like, you've, help me through this or that. And, and it's such a amazing feeling to see that this has the potential to, to really affect people on, on, a, on a really deep level. Um, yeah. Because don't I, you... I, I just, I don't know. I, I like, I want people, I, I want people at our shows to all feel welcome, you know, and to not feel that they're being judged by this person or that they don't fit into this group or whatever. I want everybody to feel acceptance and love you know and jamie I've... and i have been uh besties for almost 30 years now i stole her away from another radio show in boston years ago when we first met and we were talking yesterday and uh she said what are we gonna do we we're talking about how crazy the world is there was a, a shooting at a college that her niece attends mm. and she said what are we gonna do and i said we're gonna do what we've always done which is try to use the platform god has given us to tell people that love is all that matters. Yeah. Love is all that matters. That that all this nonsense that's being th rammed down our throat about divisiveness, yeah. that I'm right and you're wrong, that I'm good and you're bad, that I'm black and you're white, that I'm that. left and you're right, that I'm straight and you're gay, and all this divisive nonsense mm. is killing us. It's all irrelevant. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter like what matters. When you matters. get down to the heart of each person's soul. And, and That's what matters. Yeah. That's all that matters, that we are all incredibly amazing, creative beings that are different. Your fingerprint is different than mine. There's no fingerprint in the world like yours. There's no iris print in the world like yours. 
You are unique. So let's celebrate that instead of expecting other people to be what we think they should be. Yeah. And I was, I was on social media the other day. I have friends from high school that I keep in touch with and there's a, a group of four of us that have lost kids and we're just, we support each other. And, and one of the moms said, you know, I just feel like I'm not enough. And I had to, you know, not on the public forum, mm-hmm. but just reach out and say, okay, you've always been enough. Yeah, You are so awesome. I've known you since you were, you know, what, 11 years old and you're awesome. Just so awesome. But even, you know, it's not just kids that feel that. It's all of us you oh, know, feel absolutely. like we don't. Oh, my gosh. I went, I went through so much self-doubt just making this record um, and, and just uh, trying to figure out who I was as a human being and, you know, reconciling my own limiting beliefs growing up. And uh, we all go through feeling like not part of the, the group or... The cool kids. Yeah, yeah. Or or <laughs> yeah. Or as the cool kids say it now, FOMO. <laughs> you, you know, you feel like, am I doing enough? Am I am I am I teaching my kids enough? Am I doing this right? Am I you know, there's all always that question in life. So it's good to have someone say that you are enough. You are right enough. now, how you are, where you are. Chris Daughtry, hold that thought. I just want to give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors, a sponsor that helps make this podcast possible. When you're entertaining people in your backyard, maybe, I don't know, a hundred or so, you need a little help preparing. The outdoor patio furniture has to look great. The patio deck needs a good power washing before all those people arrive. And oftentimes after they all leave too. You want flowers that are in full bloom and a grass that's green and healthy looking. I get the help for all those things at the Home Depot in their garden department. It's where I go when I turn my backyard into our outdoor family room. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. With me on today's episode of Love Someone with Delilah in the studio with me is Chris Daughtry. And I I was just asking you if you sound different to you on the headphones. Oh, yeah. Like, do you I, like your voice better on the headphone when you hear yourself? I don't know. I feel, or... like, it, I feel like it makes me want to talk differently. That's, it's so weird hearing your voice now because I listened to you uh, a lot growing up. Um, because you wanted to, Chris, or confession session because your mom Confession session. It was in the dentist office. Um, and in the backseat of the and, car. And, and at, Did it, mom it, it make was you listen? Home. Nobody made me listen to the radio. We always had... Uh, some sort of pop radio on in the house. So it was always like, I was always into catchy songs. So it was, it was either love songs or, or pop radio or country music. Because a lot of, when I went, we're going to talk about the military in a minute, but when I went overseas and when I traveled with the troops, 99.9% of the young men in uniform said, Oh my gosh, my mom made us listen to you when we were coming home from football practice. My mom always made me listen to you when we were coming home from the swim team or whatever. It sounds like all of my fans, um, kids, my mom, <laughs> my mom makes me listen to you guys. And we hear that all the time. Yeah. yeah. So when anybody ever asks like, what band are you in? I always say your mom's favorite band. There you go. <laughs> there you go. 
So when you're not performing, when you're not touring, you're parenting. You have three at home now? Three at home. How old twins eight, are? Eight and four. Twins are boys, girls? Boy and a girl. A boy and a girl. And then youngest is a boy. And so soccer, do we do the soccer thing? Are they sports? <laughs> we, I, are was they... A, I was a soccer dad for like uh, two or three weeks. And, um, and then Adeline realized she didn't like soccer as much as she thought she did. So she decided to bail on it. So I was. Is it that she didn't like soccer? She didn't like getting up on Saturday mornings and spending her whole weekend being cold on the soccer field. Yeah, I, I, I would. I was watching her, and I was like, she's just kind of wandering around, like kicking dirt. I don't think she likes this as much as the idea of the liking idea this. Of it. Well, good for her for so trying. So she tried it, and I was like, baby, I'm not going to force you to be out here if you don't want to be out here. Yeah. You know, you obviously don't like. But I do like soccer. I'm like, what do you like about it? <laughs> <laughs> you're just. You're not doing anything, but um, but yeah, but she's a great singer, and really, and yes, she is. And oh, that is awesome. So she's she's taken some voice lessons and wants to get back into that. And so we you actually know- uh, we actually wrote a song and recorded it for her class. It was it was the cutest thing ever about koala bears. Yeah, you wrote a song about koala bears. Yes, I did. Let me hear just like a line or two. Well, she had the the melody in her head, and I was like, okay, so you. She had a list of things that she could choose to write about or or do for her homework, and she chose to do a song. And I how was, cool is that? The schools are realizing there's more I than know. one way to learn. And so I love it. My kids come home and they're like, "Well, I could write a paper or I could do a video presentation." I'm like, "Oh, yeah. we are so down with that. Let's get out the drone." So I said, "Okay, so I'll help you with this. You know, being the songwriter that I am, I will help you concoct this and." And, and we'll record it and it'll be a whole thing. I said, just think about, you know, some some little pointers, some little facts about koala bears. And if you have, and she's already got it figured out. She's like, koalas are brave. Koalas look sweet. Koalas eat eucalyptus leaves. And I was like, okay, never mind. You got this, obviously. Had the and she's melody- how old? She's eight, but she was seven at the time. Dude. So she had the melody worked out. And I was like, okay, well, let's tweak some stuff here. And it was one take, and she was like, "Okay, Daddy, love you, bye." Walked out of my studio. I'm like, "Okay, that just happened," and that and, just happened. And in- then the next day, um, she turned it in, and they wanted her to sing it on the morning announcements. And I was like, "She's not gonna." She was in front of that camera within like seconds, sang it to the whole. And then they took her around to different classes, and she sang it. It was the cutest thing ever. So she obviously has Melt zero problem heart. with um, stage fright. Well, I told you about my uh, my love for being on stage. I was actually, I think if I had any of that DNA genetic testing done, they would discover I was born with the show-off gene. Mm. It's labeled like N25-something. There is definitely a gene that your daughter and I daughter sh- I share, but my daughter, who is named after me, but is, is adopted from Africa, she was born with the show-off gene. Oh, yeah. And unlike your daughter that can sing and come up with a melody my daughter is just like me <laughs> she can dance though she can da- she's got that's rhythm good. girlfriend's got rhythm well, so that's a that's solid. she's taken dance she's taken you know cheerleading she's taken gymnastics i'm like just baby you gotta gym. water the garden that's growing you know yes yes i yes. think i just made that up but because <laughs> <laughs> you should water the other one too because it's dying but <laughs> It sounded cooler when I Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. 
with access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Your family's in Nashville now. You got three kids at home and some that are grown. Yeah. And you're on the road a lot. Yeah, but this year's been pretty chill. Um, Last year, we spent a good, I think, seven months out of the year on the road, but we were all over the world. We were in South Africa and the UK and Europe. It was fun. And does your wife get to go on those really cool South Africa, UK, Europe trips? No, she hasn't, which is why we're trying to like figure life out right now. We're like trying to restructure things because we want our kids to be able to travel more. We want her to be able to experience the stuff more as a family and kind of incorporate it a little bit more so it's not so separated. Homeschool. So that's that. I didn't want to say it, but Homeschool that's, that's time. kind of where we're at right now. Yeah, we're thinking about that. And if if your wife is anything like me, you really need to find somebody. Oh, we're already in the process. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't want to, I didn't want to get too personal, but yeah. yeah we're, come on. It's, it's love someone it's, with Delilah. We go deep. We we've, get... we've, yeah, the kids are super pumped and, and, uh, cool. Yeah. Cool. My husband bought us a motorhome. Well, we had a 30 year old motorhome that we took a family road trip in a couple of years ago. Yeah. And my godson, you met Ryan, my yeah. other engineer, uh, not Jeff, because he would rather have needles stuck in his eye than go on a road trip with 17 children. But we took a road trip with my kids, my godkids, 17 kids. All on one motorhome. Well, we had the motorhome and a 13 passenger van. Okay. And uh, the motorhome broke down about every uh, 200 miles. Yeah, Eesh. you couldn't help us out. Sur- the guys in I could have told department, you what it yeah. would cost yeah. to get it fixed. <laughs> but duct tape was our best friend. So after that, Paul bought a a lesser old motorhome. It's like 18 years old and it's beautiful. Oh, nice. And he's like, okay, so as soon as the kids are grown and not in school, we're going to take off. And I'm like, honey, that will be a thousand years old. That's exactly what my wife says. We got to get an RV and we want to go travel. And, you know, when the kids are growing up, you got to like, do it. We're going to be, she's older than me. So she's, she'll be 46 this year. You, you just can't wait. Yeah, I know. We, we've, we did because it once this year. Because your youngest is in kindergarten. Uh, he hasn't started. He's he'll be five. Yeah. So next yeah. year, kindergarten. So so you're talking eighteen years. Baby Paul's not even in preschool yet. Yeah. So that's you know for me twenty years. No, we got to do it now. Yeah. So we've talked about it. We did get an RV last uh, this past uh, summer and went camping and tried it out. Fun, it, huh? It was more glamping than camping, but it was still they they loved it. They loved it. So I I know that they would they would thrive. I was, I was a camper, backpacker, Girl Scout hiker for years. And now I'm like, oh no, a bed, (laughs) a bed, a real bed and not a mattress on the ground, but a real bed. It's heaven. Yeah. I'm I'm not about that life. 
It's, I like my sleep too much. <laughs> yeah. Glamping yeah. is heaven. Yeah, exactly. And I have the option. I have a bed. Yeah. yeah. If you if you want to go lay on the ground, that's yeah. that's fine. But you got I the option. I, I don't I don't have to prove anything. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch that show Naked and Afraid? I'm like, I have no you ever seen it? Where no. they go out in the wilderness and they have to just survive. Survive. Like completely survive sunburn all the bites everything oh. in the jungle no thanks hell no it's not even worth no. it no no I have no nothing no, no. to prove deep if that if i'm forced to do that then i'll die <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, i'll probably not survive very long well if it was in the woods around here <laughs> and you were with me you would survive because i know how to forage i could teach you okay a thousand plants that you can eat and probably 10 or 15 that you should never eat okay yeah, so we'd be fine. And Perfect. you're vegetarian, so yeah. it would be great. Wow. I, I just had a, a visual of us doing one of those foraging reality and... shows. Not the naked part, <laughs> but the, uh, the foraging and the bug bites yeah. and, the, and the bracken and, ferns. And you teaching and... me what to eat. No, 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 no don't eat yeah, that. Don't eat that. Yep, dead. <laughs> Here, here's a real simple rule. Anything red. When you're in the forest, any berry that's red. Almost all of them are poisonous. Okay, good to know. Yeah, good to know. It's like you know a bad trick. A red look, berry is red bo- is, berries are almost a big always no-no. off the table. Which is the color for stop. So I mean that makes all go. the sense in the world. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Chris Dotry, I can't thank you enough for supporting Point Hope and for loving kids, for sharing your amazing gift of music with all of us. Uh, I hope to see you back here in the studio very, very soon. And I wish you the best of luck with your new song. It's so beautiful. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.